Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the For the Win podcast. I am your host, David the Dollar Douglas, and I am so excited to have you back this week. Oh, man, we are just killing it with NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Holy shit, guys. Are you watching what's happening in front of our eyes? We've got so much to talk about. Let's get into it. All right, first up, let's talk about the Rockets, Golden State Warriors. All right, this series is turning into... 2.0 of last year, right? Two fantastic teams playing against one another. The Rockets, for all intents and purposes, should have won last year, and they did not. Thank you, Chris Paul. You're so brittle and fragile, also known as Mr. Glass. Listen, here's the deal. This year, this series is just as good as last year. And the reason why it's just as good as last year and maybe better is because everyone's healthy, one, and two... This rivalry has become real, all right? They, they hate each other in a time and place, in a season of the NBA where everyone's friends. Let's just be friends. Let's hold hands. I love you. You love me? Come play on my team. These guys don't like each other. And on the super team, also known as the Golden State Warriors, they're having some issues in Houston. Where's Clay Thompson? I think that he disappeared. Maybe he got lost in transit. I don't know, but he is not playing in this series right now. It's pretty much Curry and Durant, and that's it. That's what you got going for Golden State. I mean, Draymond's a shell of himself, has been all season. I think that he's dead weight at this point in time. Iguodala's old. (laughs) And Pookie's gone. He's hurt. He's out. So Golden State looks like a shell of themselves right now in these two games. Did they look good when they were playing at home? Of course they did. That crowd's fantastic. They feed off of it. It's a legitimate home court advantage. What happened when they came to Houston? They don't even look like the same team. You know what happened last night that I think was fascinating? The Rockets held the historically best team in NBA history. At three-point shots, they started making them shoot twos and layups. That's why the Rockets won that game. It was a defensive win that was absolutely unbelievable. And here's the deal. When they were playing in Golden State last week, Harden got killed by the media. Annihilated. Everyone was talking shit. He's terrible. He's Russell Westbrook 2.0. I couldn't build a team around him. Shut the fuck up. Jesus. There are not many players in the NBA that you can say you can slow them down, but you're not going to stop them. He's one of those guys. You can slow him down. You're not going to stop him. And let's be honest for a second. Chris Paul is not Chris Paul from a year ago. Okay, He's not putting up the same points. He's not the same guy off, off a step. He's not even the same guy off the dribble anymore. And yet, the Rockets have tied up the series 2-2. I can't wait for the rest of this series. It's now best of three. I still like Golden State in seven, for what it's worth, just because they have that extra home game. But I'll say this. Ah, don't count the Rockets out. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Let's move to the Eastern Conference, eh? Did you guys catch that Bucks Celtics game last night? 
Well, uh, I did, and a bunch of people lost a bunch of money betting on that game. Luckily, yours truly didn't, because I knew to stay away from that one. Uh, look, we are seeing something that we haven't seen before. And it's only ever happened one other time, to my recollection, in NBA history. And it's really, most pertinently, only happened once recently. Giannis is playing with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> There's not a second star. There's not another superstar. There's just a bunch of extra dudes. They're solid players. No one's terrible. And he's winning. The Bucks are up three to one on the Celtics. The Celtics have at least two stars. They have a superstar in Kyrie. Gordon Hayward, yeah, he's a star. About Jason Tatum, yeah, I I kind of think that Jason Tatum's a star. And if you think, oh, I don't know if he is or not, well, he's going to be in a year or two, so you can at least say that. But I'd say that he is. I'd say that Jason Tatum's the most valuable piece that they have on that team right now. He's the last piece that I would trade if I was Danny Ainge. So, yeah, they're a legitimately great team with great players and arguably the best coach in the Eastern Conference, and they're losing badly to a one-star, mediocre-coached team. What's going on? Giannis is unbelievable. You know, there's, there's an old saying that says there's talent and then there's value, right? And talent, you can have talent and not bring a lot of value to a team because if you're off the court, they still win. Case in point. Well, give me a give me an example, Dave. Kawhi Leonard. When he was off the court this year for Toronto, guess what they were? 17 and 5. <laughs> They're 17 and 5. Guess what their record was the year before Kawhi got there? They won 58 games. How many did they win this year in the regular season? 59. Kawhi's a great player. Super talented. How valuable is he? To the Raptors? Not that valuable. Let's let's do another one. Okay. Let's just let's go for it. Kicks and giggles. When Steph Curry is not on the Golden State Warriors, they don't play well. They're not the same team. They don't have the same pizzazz. They don't have the same energy. Now, Durant, probably the most talented guy on the team. Is he the most valuable? Not on that team. What's the quintessential one, though, right? LeBron. Gets drafted by Cleveland. Takes him to the finals. Leaves. Goes to Miami. What happens? Cleveland terrible worst team in the league what happens to Miami to the finals leaves Miami what happens to Miami terrible what happens as soon as he arrives in Cleveland go to the finals <laughs> the only thing that changes is LeBron goes to LA they played pretty well then he gets hurt and is out for 20 something games and they blow it value what does Giannis do when Giannis is on the court the Bucks are unstoppable because his value goes beyond his own production. 
What he does to his teammates is elevate every single one of their play to a level that they would not have on their own or if there was another superstar in the building. Giannis is the most valuable player left in the playoffs. It's not even close. If Golden State loses Durant, they still have Steph. If they lose Steph, they still have Durant. Toronto, you lose Kawhi, they're 17-5 and without him in the regular season. They could still play. Well, what about Joel Embiid? What about him? He's Mr. Glass of the East. Like, that guy's hurt every five seconds. They're giving him, like, 12 treatments at halftime. They're like, hey, let's shoot you up with more shit. Let's see how you can keep going. Yeah, you can keep going, right? And if they don't have him, who do they have? Oh, they got Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons. Value. Giannis. What we're witnessing right now is something that has only ever happened one other time. That was with LeBron James. That's where Giannis is going. We've been talking about this for a while. Paul and I, remember Paul? He's the guy that does all the sound, makes me sound amazing. And he's single. Oh, no, he's not. Damn it. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. I can't decide anymore. Anyways, point is, Paul. Uh, Paul and I talk about this all the time. Giannis is that valuable. And he's coming for LeBron's legacy. And he's just as much of a physical dominating force as LeBron has been historically. Can't wait to watch. Let's shift gears here for a second. Um... I want to talk about long shots. You know, in in the U.S., something that we love is we love the underdog story, right? It's something that's built into the fabric of who we are as a people group because we all were underdogs, right? My great-great-grandfather was a bastard and came here as a 15-year-old stowaway because he got the shit beat out of him by... uh, three greats ago grandmother who it wasn't her son and he gets to the u.s and he builds a life for himself and then you know generations later uh here i am and uh i make a lot of money betting sports and doing podcasts who look at me uh he would be so proud i'm sure um And we love those underdog stories. They're all over the place. We love it when uh, people achieve things that are beyond what we expect of them. I want to talk about an underdog story that is not talked about right now in the U.S., and it's because it's happening in Europe. IX is a soccer team in Europe, uh, and they play in a small league. Okay, Uh, they're not in uh, the English Premier League. They're not in the Spanish Premier Division. They're not in uh, La Liga. They're they're in a small, they're in a small league. They got a bunch of young players. They happen to make it into what is the greatest soccer competition to get into, which is the UEFA Champions League. It's all the best teams from all around Europe competing against one another. They get in, and when the Champions League started back in August, they were a 250-to-1 odd favorite to win the Champions League. Now, if you're like, oh, that's a really high number. What is that like? 
I'll tell you what it's like. So I went and looked at uh, the Super Bowl odds this morning just to see what were the long odds on the Super Bowl this next year. There's only one team that has that long odds. The Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Good luck. Dolphins fans, Vegas really thinks you're going to kill it this year with Josh Rosen. Aren't you glad you traded for him? (laughs) 250 to one odds and IX is in the semifinals. They are ahead in uh, their game against Tottenham and they have a very likely possibility that they're going to make it to the finals against what looks like right now is Barcelona. I want you to think about that for a second, and I want you to think about what that means. Rarely do we ever see something like that in sports in the U.S. Rarely do we see an NHL team, a Major League Baseball team, an NFL team, college football, make it that far when they have such long odds. And I think it's important to point these circumstances out because frankly, it's remarkable. And it shows us a model that we can see across multiple sports throughout every country in the world. Whenever you get young talent, and you put them together, they're going to be underpaid for their talent. They're going to be hungry. And you give them a great coach. Where do they get? Really far. Tampa Bay Rays right now. Sitting atop the AL East. What do they have? Young talent. Los Angeles Rams. Where do they get? Young talent. Young talent is often overlooked. People call it rebuilding the process, Philadelphia. But what ends up happening is you, if you find the right combination, and that is key, find the right combination of men and women who are hungry, that want to achieve greatness, and you give them a stellar coach, They can achieve just about anything. We see this in the corporate world too. It's just more fun when it happens in sports. Speaking of soccer and some fun, uh, we're coming down to the last game of the English Premier League season. How it works in uh, the EPL is you get certain points. You play every team once uh, at home and then once away. So you, you have 20 teams. You play 19 of them, so you have 38 total games. We're on game 38 this Saturday, and all the games will start at the same time because everybody's playing for positioning. Manchester City, my soccer team, uh, they lead the, the league right now with 95 points. And Liverpool, they're in second with 94 points. This weekend, they're probably both going to win, which means that Manchester City is going to win 98 to 97 points. Here's why this is impressive. Never have two teams scored this many collective points in the top two 
the closest that any league has ever been was actually a few years ago when Manchester City won the title against Man United on goal differential. They both scored 89 points. So there's going to be a record broken this year for the most points scored, as in like points accumulated over a league year, for someone to lose. What does that mean? It means you have more domination between these two teams than any other year. There's more of a difference between those two teams than anyone else. And we should savor it. Again, what do I talk about? You got to savor the greatness. And I go to these different sports because it's valuable lessons to learn. When you're on top, enjoy it. When you're climbing the mountain, enjoy it. When you're going down the mountain, enjoy it. Because those seasons will only last for a moment. Luckily, I've had the opportunity to to build some really fantastic businesses and, and grow my own wealth and success. And what I've learned is, is that right now are the good old days. Your company won't always be this size. It'll get bigger. Maybe it'll get smaller. Maybe you'll lose that person. Maybe you'll move out of that space. Maybe you'll move to a different part of the country or the world. Right now are the good old days. You're going to long for the time when your children were little and they kept you up at night because they'd snuggle with you. You're going to miss the days when you just had time, the two of you, when you didn't have kids. Enjoy every season for what it is. Right now, what we're seeing in the English Premier League, unprecedented success, dominance, Offensive play, excellence, and a great title race to boot. All right, let's do it. Let's get into my favorite segment of the show. Let's get into those picks, baby. All right, Uh, I've got one stellar pick for you today. Uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, this is the one that I'm in love with. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching the Portland-Denver matchup at all. This is freaking amazing. Can we just all say it now? Nikola Jokic is a stud. He's a monster. He's a sinner in a time when sinners don't matter. And he matters. It's a bunch of young dudes and a guy that we never saw play in college. And he's great. And if he didn't play in Denver, if he actually played in a different market, because let's be for real, the Nuggets, they're like the third, fourth most popular professional team in Denver. In fact, it may be possible that they're like the fifth or sixth most popular sports team because you've got like UC Boulder that's in Boulder, but people from Denver actually cheer for them more. That's probably more popular than them football wise. So you've got this great basketball team with this great young talent in a city that doesn't give two shits. But let me just tell you, Right now, Portland's got all they can handle. Everything that they can handle. If Jokic wasn't there, Denver wouldn't be in the playoffs, one. But two, Portland would have swept this series. Uh, Here's the thing. I, uh, this matchup, it's, it's Portland at Denver tonight. Denver is favored by four and a half points. Uh, I just think that's a really big line. Okay. I think it's a really big line. And I think that, uh, you can kind of see this as one of two things. Remember last week I told you Vegas is going to trap you. 
Uh, this week, I'm saying the opposite. I think that they're trying to get you to take the over here. They're trying to get you to take Denver. And uh, really, who you should take, the smart money, the shark money, is on Portland. I'm going to take Portland here uh, because I just, uh, man, look, it's going to be close. I don't think that Portland runs away with it. It's in Denver. That adds an added element of altitude and uh, crowd noise and yada, yada, yada. I think that Portland probably wins tonight, uh, but I'm thankful for the four and a half points or the four points that I get there uh, because, man, it could be really, really close. Denver could still win this one. So uh, take Portland tonight against Denver. Well, hey, if, uh, if you're enjoying these picks and you're betting them, which I hope that you are, then you would dig our site, picksforthewin.com. That's picksforthewin.com. Uh, go there today. We're giving three days free uh, for all of our listeners to the podcast. Only just use promo code three free. Uh, that's the number three free in uh, the coupon code and get three days access to picks for free picks for the win.com. That's picks for the win.com. All right. This has been another episode of the for the win podcast. As always, I am your host, David, the dollar Douglas catch you next week.